Merry Christmas Eve, everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Mark Choi. Yes, it's Mark Choi. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. It's good to see everyone here. Uh, I'm really glad everyone made it out to the show today. Yeah, I'm glad that we audience, got a lot of uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff planned. Gather it for ready. this one. Uh, it's good to have you all here. <laughs> yeah. So um, just. This Buckle is not up. a live performance, by the way. It's just me and Mark. Uh, but it's good to have Mark back on the show. Uh, holiday special. Everyone hopefully is in a good mood, having a good end of 2018. I know it's been a long year. Oh, absolutely. It has been. It's been a crazy week, man. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't heard from you in quite a little while. What have you been up to? Let's kind of get a little input on what Mark has been up to these past few weeks. Yeah, I, I have pneumonia right now. Oh, so. no. Yeah, so if, if my voice sounds a little bit off, that's definitely what it is. Um, de- I'm almost recovered. I've been taking the antibiotics, so, you know, uh, yeah, almost past that, thank God. But uh, while, yeah, I worked from home all week, so I did actually have some <laughs> some free time to play some, some video games, so. Yay, well, that's exciting, and it's always good to recover with video games, I gotta be honest, but that sucks that you're going through that during the holidays. I- I'm glad to hear you're on the upswing, though. Yeah, man, for real, and I have something to admit. And AJ, I really am bummed AJ didn't make it out to this one because um, I know he couldn't make the drive. But because <laughs> we're all yeah. in the same place, yeah, I got sucked back into old school RuneScape, man. Oh no, it happened. And it happened. Are you playing it on mobile? Because I'm pretty sure that's a thing now too. It is, and that's what kind of did is because that's an option. So I started on mobile, and I still play on mobile, but I got it on my PC also, just because I can play it wherever I go. And man, I miss that game. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a, a fantastic. Oh, it's I know it's just a grind fest, but it's it's amazing. Grind fest is a perfect descriptor. Um, but I do really enjoy it. It is it has to be nostalgia goggles for us speaking on a RuneScape because I'm just thinking: do modern does the modern generation like care about that game at all? Do they look back on that and think people cared about this? Yeah, well, a lot of people on there. You talk to them, and and they're all in the same boat as as I am. Wait, do you play? I don't. Oh, I, I didn't. Th- I used to, when, back in middle school, early high school, I was very deep in. I had like, uh, I don't even know if I ever got to the point where I had rune armor, but I definitely had at least mithril and I was like, yeah, I'm getting up there and I was uh, grinding <laughs> away and it was a really fun time. And I also got caught up in like the bad side of things with like scamming people and being like drop parties and like, let's, uh, like, I don't know, the, whenever you'd get mad at someone, be like, let's take it to the wildy and shit like that. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I do miss that game, but I also don't because even back then, that was like the first game that I found myself sinking way too many hours into. Like, it was just like, I wake up, it was like, I live and breathe RuneScape. I'm like, any, like, as soon as school was over, I'd be playing on the weekends, I'd be playing as, and that, that was also back when it was like, uh, there's a family computer in the living room and we all have like allotted time to like even use the computer. And that's what I would use my entire time. I'd have one browser up with like a RuneScape map and then the other one with the, the actual uh, applet so you could play the game. Yeah, that's a good – actually, that's really funny you brought that up because looking back, I sucked at leveling. I was horrible at making money and leveling up in that game. What I did back probably in middle school, I – accomplished in a couple of weeks now and i i think i can attribute that to what you just said is the fact that you had allotted time and they're really <laughs> you couldn't really get going by the time you you started making progress you probably got kicked off and had to go do something else yep so but yeah i've been i've been grinding away at that there's not a whole bunch to talk about with it because i mean after all it is runescape i'm not going to list out my stats i'm guessing listeners don't really care too much about that no but it but, does make me think of one thing that i'm like you saying like with grinding and trying to make money in that game one of the methods i would use back then to make money was uh just fucking farm feathers from chickens you just kill the shitload of chickens get like hundreds and hundreds of feathers and then go sell them to fishermen because they would buy them for like i don't know sometimes upwards of like nine gold pieces like per feather and you'd like make out like a bandit so I, it's probably way more efficient ways to do that especially now but like back then that was my go-to yeah, I'm currently to make money. I do a lot of wood cutting and fishing. Um, I have 
I don't know if this is relevant at all. Or I don't know if this means anything to you, but I have like 13 mil right now. Holy shit, it does. And yeah. I remember we've had like you on the show talking about RuneScape in the past and how you lost yeah. like – wasn't it a billion or was it just straight it was, a it, million? No, it was, it was like 120 mil. That's still oh, unfathomable. Yeah, oh, my, yeah oh. my, old, my old account was almost max combat level and like I had – really really high other stats too and like 120 million gold i was like super super highly ranked and how did and you lose gone. this account yeah wait. i don't i don't actually the thing is i still have the account the account's still there i could log into it the skills are still there it's just when i log in all my money's gone except for like 300k that's right and, and then like some of my armor's there but not all of it which leads me to think like it didn't get hacked because if they did they would have just taken everything right but I, it must have been something to do with the fact that they built RuneScape 3, it's called, and it's built in HTML5, that it's completely irrelevant, but it's, I think just the migration of the account from old school RuneScape to that just made it all go bunk, and it really screwed with it. Yeah, I wonder but if other accounts were affected, know. I wouldn't doubt it. I was asking everyone, I logged in, I was like, does anyone know what could have happened, and everyone was just ignoring me, nobody knew uh, but I'm I'm all old school RuneScape. I'm not playing RuneScape three. And yeah. I'm just trying to level up and stuff. Right is now. the new RuneScape just old RuneScape with a new skin, or is it like a whole new game? It's it includes all the old stuff. It does, but there's a bunch of new stuff on top of it. Just because uh, I guess maybe their new framework they built the game in allows for it because the graphics are ten times better than the old one yeah and i think it requires you to download an actual client to play whereas it used to be completely browser based yeah i don't think i have the energy to start a new character because at one point like i said i had that one character and i was getting pretty high up there but i don't honestly even remember what happened i eventually just lost interest in the game like most people in my high school did and i was just like i don't i don't even think i sold it i just like went online and like told someone my password and like you can have this account i don't give a shit i'm not gonna play again and now i regret it because it's like oh if i had that account i could always at least log in and maybe pick up from where i left off but yeah (laughs) eh, it's fucking runescape but at least you're enjoying that and you you're back into it yeah and on top of that i i uh i started the dot hack series so i got it on steam on the steam sale and so those are the old ps2 ones yeah it's like the dot hack that's great yeah yeah it's pretty cool i know it's on ps4 also i was debating on which platform to get it on because i uh i was a bit torn i ended up just getting it on pc uh but it uh i'm playing in the first one and i will say that game seems very ahead of its time i never played the games the cool part about it is so it's an anime also i think it i don't know if it was an anime first or not um, but you can watch scenes from the anime in in the game, in oh, really? like, the menu and everything. And yeah, and it kind of I guess it fills in plot holes and stuff. That's uh, cool. Yeah, and and you, <laughs> you like play as the character in the game, and it's kind of like the the original Sword Art Online, if you will, with players dying in video games in real life. Uh, and the character you play as, you can like on your computer, your desktop or whatever, your virtual world, you can go to like movie clips and it'll play like the animes and stuff. It's it's really really very interesting. Uh, I think that's probably only in the new re-release that I have though. I d- highly doubt that was in the PS2 game disc. But it's okay. the co- yeah, the combat's pretty cool. Uh it's like a hack and slash slash like a dungeon crawler sort of I'm not too far into it, but yeah, I'll update when I uh, get further. But it's super long, man. I bit off a huge, huge chunk of time that I'm going to have to <laughs> a lot to to get through these games. Because it's like every single one that's ever been made in one release on Steam. And those games, believe it or not, I think we've talked about this, but Briefly. those are some of the those are some of the most expensive discs for PS2 if you wanted to go back and buy them on the actual system. I think a copy of like one of those games is like close to three hundred dollars for just what? Yeah, I think so I have really one pricey. of them. <laughs> I no way! Yeah. yeah, 
<laughs> they're worth the thing. a ton of money. I, I never got around to playing them, uh, even though I really liked the anime. I only actually, of the Dot .hack series, the one that I remember watching in its entirety was Dot .hack Sign, and I yeah. really just love it t- so much. I know there's more t- after that, and I do want to continue, but it's just been so long, I probably would have to rewatch Sign again. Yeah, yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I'll keep grinding away on that, and then obviously I've been playing a ton of Overwatch too. That still oh, hasn't wait. stopped, and I'm what's up? Um, speaking of Overwatch, uh, AJ's going to join the call right now. No way! Did someone say Overwatch? Yeah, it was me. <laughs> it was me. Dude, what an entrance! That's fantastic. You uh, <laughs> just break down minute. the door. <laughs> Oh, but that's true. We haven't had AJ on in a while. We haven't had Mark on in a while. This is great. And uh, actually, AJ is going to be on this week's bonus episode with uh, Best of Game or No Game Volume 3. But how are you doing, AJ? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's the holiday season. Uh, we're just in the middle of discussing what games Mark's been playing. And he did uh, mention Overwatch. <laughs> so let's see uh, where that's going to go. Mark, yeah, go I, ahead I, and continue. I don't know. I keep telling myself that I'm done. I'm like, I've... I've I've gotten too angry at this game. The people I'm getting paired with just make me so so upset. And I I realize it's just a stupid game and I really should should uh not take it so personally and I always just try and take a break from it, but I always end up coming back to it. I I don't I think it's just always going to be like this. I've kind of accepted that. Um I like tried my hand at comp like competitive Overwatch a little while ago. Uh, rather than just doing quick plays and dude, I don't just queuing with random people is the, you can't, unless you're like grandmaster, like top 500 or something, of course, if you're top 500, like you can't do that well, it's really, really hard because you get auto locking DPS people instantly. There's like three, there's like a widow, a Hanzo and a McCree immediately. And it's just like, Oh great. Cool. I get to play DPS, not, oh, look, I'm healer or tank again. And yeah. no one communicates. Half the time, no one even has a mic. And you're trying to win the game. And the the, the way the ranking works is if it's based on, like, a, a point system. So, obviously, the more points you have, the better you, you, like, you, you rank. And if you win a game, you might go up, like, 20 or 30 points typically uh but for some weird reason whenever i like i lost one game and i went down like 70 points so i had to win like three games to get back to where i was and then and and the way it's built is it, it 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 tries matching you up to a team of like equal skill level but for some reason you inevitably win and lose about it's like a 50 50 win loss rate so if you're losing more than you're winning you you're just gonna keep keep tanking in the rankings and i know everyone's gonna be like oh because you're not getting good at it and yeah i i I get that i know but i truly think the only way your destiny on ranking is in your own hands is by having a full six stack when you dedicated team and i think that is the only way I have the same frustration with Rocket League. I feel like when you're paired with random people, it's just destined for failure. When Or when you're up against the people that clearly have the same tags and you know they're like a team that's working together. It's just like, damn it, I need a dedicated team to like really make progress. Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm trying not to be salty about it, but I don't like I'm never going to get a six stack and I don't have enough like time to like host like practice and stuff like that to actually be able to climb the ranks because you need to do that kind of stuff once you hit a certain point and it's just not going to happen for me so i think i'm i think i'm putting competitive overwatch behind me and i'll just stick to having fun with the game not taking it that seriously yeah. and i think that's i definitely really think it's the best way to go the right move to try to just have more fun with it and worry about competitive stuff but then again i do know a uh, previous guest for me martinez has told me that there's word of maybe this company that's working to try to get people to pair on teams and like so you can actually progress in games competitive games like this if you don't have the right people and like it'll really try to make things easier i don't have enough information on that hopefully we'll have him on the show again to talk about that soon but um yeah i'm glad to hear you're back into uh getting some gaming in while you're recovering from pneumonia mm-hmm. uh 
AJ, what have you been up to? We haven't heard from you in a hot second. Um, not much. Uh, I, mo- <laughs> I moved. So that's oh, cool. Thing. I moved. Where? Um, I lived with my grandparents for a little bit. So, like, uh, I I was living with uh, my my one friend. We had a we had a house together, like a half a double, and uh, I was living with him and his wife and his daughter. But uh, he's going for a master's degree in secondary education, so he moved in with her her parents. So it's we basically I couldn't afford the house on my own. Sure. Um, so I just like I moved I moved in with my grandparents. I asked them if it was chill, and they were like, "Yeah, it's fine." And uh, nice. So I'm just doing that. I'm gonna save money and get my own place. So, um, yeah. So probably like I'm assuming in the like late spring, early summer, I'll have my own place then. Very cool. No, that's an exciting time. Yeah, man. I'm pretty pretty jazzed about it. But in the meantime, I've just been playing a shit ton of Overwatch. Okay. No, nice. oh, man. So you're not in Mark's boat where you're uh, upset with it. You still have fun. Are you? No, a I love the salt. Uh, yeah, I love the salt. I I, I drink <laughs> you it. Bathe up. in the salt. I bathe it's, in it. I bathe in I, it. I, 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 uh, that's the thing. I'm not like super pissed, but I just the like the comp system is very. It's broken. Very, no, the yeah. SR systems. The SR, the SR systems broken. It's been broken since the game launched. They, yeah, uh, it's really weird. So, like, as far as placements go, it's based off of a hidden number that you generate by how well you play, uh, like, in quick play and, like, all the others. Like, how well you perform. You have mm-hmm. an MMR that develops. Yeah. And that determines sort of, like, how your initial placements go. Yeah. And isn't that key? Like, the first initial placement is so important. Yeah, if you get placed in, like, silver or mm-hmm. low gold or mid gold, like, it becomes infinitely harder to climb. Unless yeah. you're, like, blowing the doors off the building every time you play. Like, unless you're unless you're generating, like, a shit ton of medals and, like, you're putting up overwhelming stats, yeah. it's really hard to climb. Even if you understand the team play aspect of the game, they've made yeah. it almost impossible for people to climb out of gold, which is mm-hmm. buck, which is buck wild to me. And then yeah, you get, it, and it, it, it gets, it's, it's, it's weird because the skill level of the game has changed since launch. The game's been out for two years now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've, uh, I follow a guy on, uh, on Twitch called Jane mm-hmm. and he's a, he's a professional coach. He, he, um, he works for the Dallas fuel now Okay. and he coached team Canada in the, uh, the world cup oh, um, for overwatch. And, um, he showed gameplay footage uh, from November 2016, which is like right after the game came out from yeah. when he was doing comp matches in Diamond and he was playing Lucio. Oh, and my God. He was horrible. Like uh, the, the, way he, <laughs> the way he was playing was like how Silver's play now. That's Dude, how I- much the player base has gotten better. So Dude, like it's you're right. You're so right. So people have time to dedicate to the game. So they, to get better or maintain your skill level, you need to devote like fifteen hours a week to the game. That's mm-hmm. just like how that's how it is. Musical instrument. You have to just like no. It, oh, it is. Man. It is. You it do. is because you have muscle memory. You have to keep up, and your like your reflexes, your just reaction times, your your game sense has to stay at a certain level. Um, so like these people that were playing at least that amount are the people that are in top five hundred now. So, like, people have been playing since the game launched on PC and have been playing that much a week, possibly started out in gold or whatever the equivalent number rank was in Season 1. Because Season 1 was weird and it it only went up to, like, what, 100, I think, was the highest rank. Mm -hmm. It was, like, a 1 to 100 scale, and it took you a while to level up through each uh, each number level. Um, I know. I didn't – so I didn't even – I didn't have the game when it first came out. I didn't even like play comp for forever. I, I actually didn't play comp till season like the one before this one. So season and, like eleven or twelve. Yeah, and I didn't really know what I was doing. Like I didn't realize like 
I probably should have researched it a little bit more, but I just like kind of went into the comp games like thinking like with the mentality of like quick play, and I I mean obviously I tried my best and everything, but first of all, the first three games I played I had someone leave on the team and it doesn't backfill, which was great. So oh jeez yeah, yeah no no competitive doesn't backfill you are fucked if you have a teammate leave after the first like minute or something like that yeah because it that blows oh it sucks and you lose and oh it's so frustrating oh and then i get paired unless with these guys is, unless your team is nuts and you have someone who's playing on a smurf yeah which is the other thing i was about to comment on my front my one my one friend uh from work got just like got into the game recently uh and he he bought a copy of it dude oh my god he's level one Half, I say no, not even half. I say eight out of the ten people in the game are Smurfs. I'm not kidding. Eight out of ten. It has to be. There's the guy, like the one widow was level four, got went thirty five and two or something crazy like that with like seventy percent scoped accuracy. I'm like, yeah, dude. Okay, yeah, you're totally level four. And like. It was everyone like that. And you even heard the people on our own team were like that. You listen to like how they're talking. I'm like, okay, a level five would not know what, what you just said. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, so um that's a huge problem that they have in the community right now. Uh, is they have all these frequent sales now on Overwatch. So you, you right now the game's fifty percent off. So yeah. people are buying the shit out of it and making alt accounts. I have an yeah. alt account just to see how high I could place. Um, did it work? Did you like place way higher I, on the, alt I placed 200 the... SR higher than I did on my See, main account. That's what I was. That's another thing I was going to say, man. I've been reading about this. You're not the only case. Dude, the one guy placed 500 SR higher. He, he placed, did his placement matches, bought a brand new account, got to 25, did ranked, placed 500 higher within yeah, so the Doug, same for, week. For like comparison's sake. So like the highest level SR, like that someone would have in game right now would be like 4,800. And the most, most of the people in the competitive scene sit around, I'm going to say 22 to 26, 27. That's where, that's where they sit number wise. So a full 2000 SR below that. And if someone places 500 SR higher than their one account, that's, uh, that's insane. That's the difference between being in platinum and being in diamond or, you know, being in gold and being in high plat. So, yeah, like I placed it was buck wild because I had I did I did my placements on my main account and I tried super hard and I wanted I wanted yeah. to win real bad. I went nuts and I placed it like twenty three, twenty three. And I was like, fuck, yeah. Dude, I went, yeah. I placed on my my alt account and I placed Oh, it was almost three hundred. I placed at twenty six seventy five. Yeah, like that's that's huge. Like that. It was like Dude, that's it was, massive. And that's gr- that's like grinding for like a week. Yeah, and it's just because it's a fresh account. Uh, all right. So here's the thing with the MMR system and shit, and how it like influences my main account. Still has like quote unquote memory of when I was really shitty at the game. <laughs> it's it does. Does. forget. It's it so it frustrating. Like so. And once you do placements, the, your your MMR for competitive is different than your MMR for quick play. So as much as I've improved through playing quick play and practicing and increasing my aim and like tweaking my sensitivities and I got like 144 hertz monitor and I'm like – I'm improving my system, getting a better graphics card and I'm like playing better in general, getting better game sense, watching VODs, like doing all mm-hmm. this shit to get better. Yeah. I'm getting matched up in quick plays against high plat diamond and masters level players but i'm hard stuck on gold when i try to play competitive i see yeah so well, you definitely take this shit seriously well and wait what were some of these acronyms like mmr and uh SR? mmr is like for? it's like um mixed multiplayer ranking or something like that or like matchmaking okay. ranking yeah something like that ranking yeah and uh, sr like is like uh oh, what the fuck is sr sr I is don't yeah, I don't remember. I'm sorry, I don't mean to quiz you. I was just curious because, as someone who's like lo- from the outside looking in, I'm wondering if a few of our listeners are wondering themselves. Yeah, it has to do with point. like competitive, competitive, uh, 
competitive yeah. points. Yeah, just think okay. of it as your ranking. Your SR equals your ranking. So if so I say MMR- like twenty five hundred, then that's I'm ranked twenty five hundred or whatever. Dude, and you know what else bothers me? I so I read about why this happened, but I did my initial placements uh, on like the first competitive season I ever did, like last season, and. It, did, it went so poorly. I lost like the first three games, like I said, because people left. All first three games, I had someone leave every single time. The one game, two people left. Uh, the <laughs> next, Close. the next game, I got paired with these two dipshits. They only pl- their characters' names were McCree only and Hanzo only. Guess who they play? Great. Yeah, oh. guess guess which characters they play. It's not healers. It's not support. It's not tat tank. Two characters and they don't switch, so lost those games. They were not even very good at the characters that their names were of. Um, so in, in the end, we ended up losing like seven out of ten games. No, it was like six out of ten games. I think I lost. Um, can't, get can't my ranking, even... get my rating, and I, you know, I, I don't. Maybe I didn't play amazingly well because I kept getting forced to play healers every single game. Uh. And that's not really like I, I I do have like a lot of time on Mercy, but I but yeah my my rating Mercy's was pretty dead bad. Right now. Like, yeah my my thing. yeah my rating was not that great. It was it ended up being not even anywhere close to kind of what I expected. But then this season, I re I, like I was like all right I'm gonna try it again. So I go in, take it a little bit more seriously. I end up winning seven out of the ten out of the ten like placement matches. I went gold damage, gold eliminations, or gold healing in every, like almost every single game I played, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna like I'm gonna go up so many points." It scored me 250 points lower than my last ranking. Oh, 250 Christ. points. I was like, I, I actually my jaw hit the floor when I saw what happened, and I'm guessing it's because it's just kind of based on how you finished the previous season. And that's where the, that's where it kind of like, so they like to start the number that like you're placing from with where you were the previous season. Yeah. And then based on like your overall performance generally, but that's, that's ridiculous that you went down that much winning seven, seven games out of the 10. Yeah. And I, I did finish. So that that's 250 points lower than the highest I was the previous season. But mm-hmm. the previous season, I only played like maybe four games past the, the, uh, the placement matches and I lost most of those because I was, all right. So this is what happened with that. So because of the losses, the, uh, when you first place on an account, the SR system doesn't know where to put you really. So they put you, where they think you should go, and then there's still the games after your placements. Yeah, your SR fluctuates wildly by like six fifty to sixty points for every win and loss. It'll like flip, like flip flop back and forth until it figures out where you should be with like a fifty percent win rate, win lo- like a uh, win loss rate, because that's where yeah. it wants to put you, where you're at fifty percent. So you lost those. You lost all four after your placements. Uh, I think I maybe won one game. And All right, so you went one and three. Yeah. And so then I just stopped playing. Yeah, you convinced the SR system that you're way worse than you actually are. Oh, by, great. By not continuing to grind. Yeah, and no, I just stopped playing because I got pissed off. I actually mm-hmm, just got... Mm-hmm. Dude, because I, I saw the one loss I got. The, the first loss I got after the placement matches, it dropped, like I said, it dropped me like 60 SR. And I was yep. like, what the hell? I, like, how do you – this is what I don't get. Maybe you can answer me this. And I'm sure people are raging at me who are listening to this because I, I I sound like I'm just like so whiny. But I, I just no, – as a disclaimer, I don't really care that much. I'm just like <laughs> – I'm actually kind of like intrigued and baffled by this system. Um, How does, quote, grinding work when a loss counts for so much more than a win? How do you, how does it even grinding? Because you would just keep grinding, but a so, loss a loss like takes away like double what a win you, gives you. Grinding works when you are untiltable. Grinding doesn't work when you tilt constantly. 
Yeah. So and and that it's like a it's a big problem. So like a lot of people like we have this thing as like Western with Western culture with like the North American region where we think we deserve wins. We do this a lot. <laughs> like I know I do it too. Like I get in there and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna win like the next five games in a row, and uh, SR is gonna like skyrocket. That's not. It's not feasible to like think like that, but we are so conditioned to, from like because we're from North America that we just like. It's almost like a level of like multiplayer entitlement. Yeah, that we think I, we should des- we, that we deserve to win every match that we play. I I'll give you that people think that, I, but we get in it. We get into but a everybody. Mindset. But if everybody thinks that, then it shouldn't really matter. I guess my point is, I don't think but changing your mindset on if that. yeah, I, I obviously tilting makes you play worse without a doubt. But I don't think is that when you play drunk. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> actually, that might make you less tilted because you would <laughs> be like laughing and not caring. But but like even playing with a clear level head, I I don't see you winning more than you're losing. I see it usually it like inevitably is fifty fifty, which maybe mm-hmm. means you are placed in the right spot. Yeah, I that's what's supposed that's that's what it's supposed to mean. If you're fifty fifty, yeah. then you're right where you're supposed to be. But I guess. to yeah. to climb, it involves that's where the grinding comes in. So grinding the climb also assumes that while you're playing competitive, you're actively picking up on new information. While you're you're not just throwing yourself at the wall over and over again, you're throwing yourself at the wall and going, "Hmm, that didn't work. Let's try yeah. this." Like you're true being you're critically thinking about why things aren't working, and that's like something that a lot of people have problems with. I have problems with it like a lot because I'm just a fucking idiot. Like I, I, like that that's where most of the most of the competitive community we're just fucking stupid like we just throw ourselves at the at the meat grinder and over and over and over again without actually considering why how to improve yeah, yeah how to improve which is something that you have to think about if you want to climb you have to I, think about how to improve true and but okay and i do think that comes back to having teammates that consistently play with you i yeah. i'm i'm sorry i don't i do not think Unless, like I said, unless you are like a grandmaster in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. playing against silvers, I do not think you can solo climb that easily. I don't. I, you have to have a solid group of people with you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, um, they used to originally what they did was they used to punish people that played in groups. So, because there's a level of communication there that isn't present in solo queue. Yeah. So they used to. You used to not get as much SR gains if you won, and you would get more taken away if you lost, if you were playing with a group. Yeah. Damn. Which is how Overwatch is supposed to be played. It's supposed to be played in a group. <laughs> in a group, yeah. So, Blizzard was like, why the- f-, Like, ever all the families just like, why am I losing more SR if I'm grouped up with friends and playing the game how it's intention- Like, how it was in- Designed. Like, intended yep. to be played. Then someone who goes solo queue doesn't talk on their mic- yeah. And oh, that's that's so frustrating when you solo queue and like one guy has a mic on. It's like, well, we lost. Mm-hmm. It's it's over. You know, and some people just think that their you know their game sense is that good that they can just. Go- I promise you, <laughs> yeah. your Communic- game sense is never that good. No, it's do communication good enough to, to not communicate. Communication is probably the most important part of of comp. It it ha- it really is. Yeah, yeah I can see that. It has to be. They have to be consistent. Has to be consistent communication. Um, yeah. You know, mechanical skill comes with playing the game. You build that just through time playing the game. You learn your characters that you play best. You hone your skills with them. You you know you you get better accuracy wise, and it just comes with grinding out time played. Learning the game takes dedication. You have to like. You have to want it. You have to want to improve, like, with your game sense. And you have to mm-hmm. want to improve with communicating. And those are important things that people gloss over a lot in the competitive community. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh man. man. Overwatch, am I right? Yeah. Sorry, Doug. <laughs> I know you don't really I, play. Oh, yeah. I joined <laughs> oh, a team. <laughs> oh, Wait, you have a team? Yeah. I joined a team oh, on PC. Man. 
Dude, um, I gotta, I gotta do something like that. Although, actually, sorry to cut you off, but I actually, I, I might do what you did, because just because I'm so curious now, I might make a, another account and just see yeah. how it, how it goes. Because so, and the key to that is going nuts when you're leveling up to yeah. level twenty five, like. Go as hard as you can. Try to put together the best stats. Find the character you can like that you are most comfortable playing, and yeah. just auto lock that character in quick play, and just play that character nonstop. Do do yeah. as well as you can in those first twenty five levels, and then do your placements because I did really well in my quick plays on that alt account, but yeah. then I didn't really try. Like I wasn't. I wasn't as uptight about doing my placements when I went yeah. to do them. Mm-hmm. I was very relaxed, and I had some legitimately bad placement matches, and I still placed in plat. And I was See, like, "What?" I was like, yeah. "What?" Are th-? I'm like, "What number are they looking at?" They're looking at how hard I went in quick play. They're looking yeah. like so. What I did this season with that account was I didn't place at all. So if you go a season or two without placing, yeah, it, it's a soft reset on your account oh so you can influence it that way so you take time and you go hard and quick play you build up your mmr you don't place for a season and then you place again you do placements the next season and see where you wind up because this is so stressful dude this is yeah wow what a strategy uh it's really ridiculous i was also gonna say mark i'm not sure you need the full six stack maybe if you even just get a, a handful of reliable friends Honestly, you can play uh, with three yeah. is probably one of the better numbers because then yeah, you can uh you can guarantee that you have half the team is communicating and yeah. sometimes sometimes a lot of times if you if the people are in groups mm-hmm. and they go into they go into solo like well it's not solo queue but like if you are in a two or a three stack and you go in people are more likely to communicate with you yeah. Right. What because level are you, AJ? What like what what level? Not 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 SR rating, but what what like actual like level uh, are you? Are you past? Are you like past? Are you in like silver? Uh, uh, I'm I'm not silver border yet. Okay. I'm three fifty something. Three. Okay. Okay. Um. See, like I had like the luxury of I played on console first, but I didn't play oh. when the game launched. I played like a couple months after it started. It, it came out and the highest I ever got on console was like uh 2700 or something like that and then yeah. i played on pc for a while and the game was the game's completely different on on pc than it is on consoles way faster mm-hmm. um decisions need to be made faster on pc you you need to have higher reaction time Dude. i went back and did a did a placement on my ps4 account that's like level like 60 or something that i made when i got a ps4 mm-hmm. and i placed at 28 something it was <laughs> i hadn't placed for three seasons on the ps4 and by previous season i finished at like 25 i placed 300 sr higher and it was as yeah. high as i had ever been period it was a career high at 2850 yeah. i was like you know fuck this game fuck this game on console i was like i went right back to pc and i was like uh i gotta get i don't know i gotta figure out what's going on here and why i you know and i touched plat on my main account okay two seasons ago yeah i was gonna say it I, i've read this that the like the level of competitiveness on PC versus console on Overwatch is just night and day on how much more intense the PC version is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what I've been told. Yep. People who are in, like, Diamond and Masters on console probably s- struggle starting out on PC. Um, yeah. I know f- I know for a fact that, like, a, a Diamond player on console would, is usually placed in gold when they do their mm-hmm. placements for the first time on PC. Yeah. Which is kind of buck wild because they still have the game sense that they've developed through yeah. playing on console. Like, cause they, I mean, as much as the game is different, it still has similar traits. So mm-hmm. like game sense translates to a degree. Yeah. The reaction time stuff is what hurts you. Mechanically it hurts you. True. So like when I first started on PC, I had to use a controller because I couldn't, my mouse and keyboard skills were so bad that mm-hmm. I like didn't even want to, I, I wanted, I was using, I was using an Xbox controller. I was like, I can't do this. I can't use a mouse and keyboard. I can't yeah. aim. I can't do anything. It's too, it's too much. And then Jeez. I just forced, I forced myself. I switched. Dude, you, you went from 
you got in plat with starting with that like that ability with mouse and keyboard that's in unbelievably impressive we're talking about like trace i was playing trace so like i i was a big tracer main on console like i tracer is so good on console because of the aim assist and shit yeah and i tried it on pc and i was getting yeah there's no aim assist with that (laughs) no yeah that's the other thing there's no aim assist on pc so i I was pulling like mm, sub 20 percent accuracy with her no, yeah, which is with the, with the mouse and keyboard. So I switched back to the controller, and you know my accuracy jumped up to like twenty eight percent because I was used to using the controller. And then I started fine tuning like my sensitivities. I started you know upgrading my computer, and I got to a point where like now, if I have a match below forty percent accuracy with Tracer, like I'm upset at myself. Because yeah. I fucked some, I fucked up somehow. Like I missed yeah. a lot of shots. I get you, dude. See, like that's the thing. Like it's so, it's becoming. This is what I'm afraid of, and I know I'm in- inevitably gonna do it. But it's like, should I be this concerned? Should I be this hard on myself about playing Overwatch? Maybe not. Probably not. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. It's sort of my main pastime. So like, yeah, I got back into Destiny too. That's the game I've been playing a lot recently, and. um because they gave it out for free at the beginning of November because no yeah. one was fucking playing it. I um, haven't. I still haven't <laughs> played. Whoops. I got to tell you, the new Forsaken content is really good. They did a really good job with the newest. Ex- they fixed a lot of the problems that the original Destiny 2 had, which is dumb that they needed to wait three expansions to do that. They did the same exact thing with Destiny 1. They waited till the Taken King expansion, which was expansion three. And then they overhauled the whole game and it got way better. And that's exactly what they did with forsaken they overhauled the entire game the weapon system's completely different there's a bunch of new new mode like multiplayer modes and uh the story for forsaken was fucking amazing it was really good Um, yeah i think whitney was really enjoying that if i recall correctly yeah so they i mean they did they did a good job they brought it back so very cool all right so this is a Christmas episode, so I want to try to ask a Christmas oriented. It was question sort of a depressing or, uh, turn of turn of. Uh... <laughs> well, that's the thing. I feel like, no, in all reality, uh, on our show, we've never really gone in depth about Overwatch. Sure, Bran will bring it up every now and then, but he's always just saying how he he just like randomly oh, comes. That's back the thing. And- so like, Bren loved Reinhardt. He loved playing Reinhardt. And yes. just historically, like over the last three seasons, these have been the three worst seasons. In the history of the game for Reinhardt players. Wow. Um, Because of all the. explain his frustration. There's a whole bunch of stun in the game now. There's like, you can CC people and you can crowd control people into oblivion in Overwatch now. So there's like characters that can just stun after stun after stun. And they just nerfed a lot of those characters. Mm -hmm. So now Reinhardt players are like, praise the Lord. Like, they're all like praising the sun and shit. And. Nice. It's, yeah, yeah, it's amazing because Reinhardt players are like really they're they're resurgent right now, dude. I think this is a great conversation. No, it's good. it's good. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I was going to ask about as far as Christmas stuff. Is there any kind of like aesthetic Christmas updates uh, for this season in Overwatch? Do they have like outfits or guns mm-hmm. and stuff? Okay, cool. Yep, yep. They do a new they effort. So Overwatch has set events. They have the Christmas event. They have. The Chinese New Year event. They have um, the anniversary event. They have the summer games event, and they have the Halloween event. And each of those has their own set of skins that are only unlockable during the event. Yeah. So you get special loot boxes that drop from playing the game during the event, and then those have a higher chance of like dropping shit for the events. And they release new stuff every single time it comes, like, the, ne- the next event comes back in the cycle. They'll release more skins on top of the ones that already exist. Yep. It sounds so very it, reminiscent yeah. of, like, Rocket League. Uh, I, it's funny. And like, they have new game modes and stuff. They do Not new, but they have game modes that they – that they, they've been releasing the same game modes over and over again for each event, like Maze Yeti Hunt and shit like that. Well, if uh, – Overwatch continues to piss you off, Mark, and you do step away for good. Let me know if you get around to Rocket League. It is just, instead of shooting people, it's <laughs> soccer with flying cars, and it's still fun, and they're still doing updates, and I recommend it highly. Or just go play League if you want that salt level. Oh, no. Nah, uh, dude, I'm done with League. No more League. 
Fair enough. All right, well then, let's uh, transition this out of the games we've been playing. I haven't actually been playing too much. It's been a lot of buying presents and wrapping stuff, uh, all sorts of holiday things. Uh, but there is one game that caught my eye that I hope to eventually get. It's actually a limited uh, time sale, fifty uh, percent off right now. It's the Wheel of T- uh, Wheel of Time. God damn it, uh, Wheel of Fortune <laughs> and uh, uh, Jeopardy uh, combined for Switch for only twenty dollars when it's regularly forty. So I personally watch Jeopardy every day. It's just something I I've been doing for the past few years, and I love that show. So like to me, Jeopardy just is a a great game, and I would like to try it. But that's the, the mechanics though are weird because you can't just like i don't know come up with the answers you have to like type them in with your controller and like there's like an autocomplete so if like anything you type's not there it's clearly not what they're looking for so it kind of gets rid of that <laughs> like aspect and it kind of makes it a little lame but i still for 20 bucks i think that and america's game as they call wheel of fortune um that that's also just i don't know crop. i have monopoly on switch oh i do too and that's the thing i do enjoy it but i don't play it enough uh but it was you have uh, to get other people like you have to have other people around you really and do it, it makes it a lot more fun agreed so uh other than that though we can uh maybe play a quick holiday themed what's that sound all right Alright, so we're playing What's That Sound? Holiday Edition. Uh, only three sound f- sounds for you guys and no helper sounds, so it's gonna just be based on the fact that these are Christmas games, so good luck. Uh, maybe I'll give you some hints because this is gonna be a tough one, but let's listen to sound number one now. NYPD! Hey! Any thoughts? I'll take it. Is it a spider? Is it Spider Man for the PS One? No, but it's decent guess. But do keep in mind Christmas. Uh, I'll, I'll try to give you guys as much help as I can here. Uh, it's it's definitely I don't know. Think cliche when you think of Christmas. Oh, is it? Uh, is it a Die Hard? Yes. Holy shit! Oh my god! It what is a Die fuck? Hard. Yes. I can't believe you got that, Mark. Oh, I had the Die Hard yeah. trilogy games on my PlayStation. I just realized what the fuck was going on. That is so <laughs> Dude, good. there's a 0% chance I would have gotten that without your hint. Oh, man, I'm glad because I was thinking to myself, this is going to be a hard one to get no matter what. But well done. The fact that there even is a Die Hard game and also the fact that – There were three of them. People, yeah, there's a trilogy. You could get it uh, for PlayStation 1. Uh the f- people really vehemently dispute the fact of whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. I'd like to get your guys' thoughts. Personally, I don't really give a fuck. I think it is. If people want it to be, it is. And if they don't want it to be, I guess it isn't to them. So it doesn't really matter. I, I yeah, it took place on Christmas or like Christmas Eve, if I'm not mistaken. So technically, it is. It's you could say any movie that has like a Christmas scene in it is like a Christmas movie. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care that much, to be honest. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I know to some people it's almost as uh, upsetting as pineapple on pizza, but we're not going there. Um, but okay, you guys got the first sound right away. Good job, Mark. Let's see what you guys make of sound number two, and if you can win this one right away. My precious gadget blueprints, all my inventions, my contraptions, my Machiavellian machines. <laughs> that, in fact, is the misanthrope scheme. Build gadgets from blueprints. Halt the holiday theme. All right, that sounds that, so familiar. Yeah, that's an odd one, and that's another one I was like, "That's a video game." Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. I tried to make that one tricky, and there are a couple context clues, but maybe just think Christmas, shoot out some guesses. Uh, 
it feels like a like a Grinch game or something. It is. <laughs> Fuck. No way. <laughs> it's so good, AJ. Yes. It no the way. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was for <laughs> Sega Dreamcast, also Sony PlayStation and PC, actually. So yeah, uh, that was the Grinch. Holy shit! On those Dude. systems. I, that was a full court shot for me. I had no idea. That was Dude. a swish. Seriously, well done. Dude, I can't think of a game I'd rather play less than a Grinch game. Okay, yeah. I know you're going to say that, Mark, but I watched a little bit of gameplay in trying to gather these sound effects, and I gotta give it more credit than it deserves. <laughs> like, it looked interesting. No I feel like, especially for back then and in a PlayStation game, it, when I was playing, like, the Rugrats game, when I was, like, that young, had someone given me the Grinch, I'd be like, this game is surprisingly fun. But as an adult, I can't say that without... Uh, it's like getting the uh, the SpongeBob SquarePants video game. Yeah, I don't know. Oh it, yeah, it, the movie that. game where it starts off with the Goofy Goober scene. Like uh, you're like, yeah, SpongeBob, fuck yeah. When you're like a kid, and then you're like, now, and you're like, hey, this game sucks. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Dude. You're thinking, how do you make the Grinch into a video game? They were like, oh well, you can play as Max the dog, and you have to like go through only certain areas you can access with him, and there's like little puzzles, and you have to get keys and shit. And it's just, I don't know. And I guess your enemies are the Who's. So I didn't get too far into the uh gameplay but it is a game you guys won what's that sound merry christmas <laughs> everybody yeah that's yeah, what i mean let's, let's see one. if we can get this hat trick the third one is by far the hardest of all three sounds so and i have some okay. information about it once we uh try to figure it out but let's listen to sound number three now It's either an NES game or a Game Boy, original Game Boy game. <laughs> All right. So yeah, help. is it insert generic NES game here? Yeah, pretty much. And it is definitely NES. I'll give you that. Um, this was hard. Like, there were, I was even listening to, like, a full game. Is play. it a well-known game? Uh, uh, yes and no. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I was listening to the whole thing trying to find some kind of iconic moment that happened, and it never really did happen. So this is more or less, I'll be giving you guys a big hint to try to help you along the way. In fact, I'll do that right now just because there's no way in hell you'd guess it anyway, and you guys already won. So Wait, I, I have a, is it a, is it a, they're all Christmas-themed, right? Correct, absolutely. So if okay. you have a guess, you can already throw one out there. Is uh, how, how many guesses do we get? Three total, so Three. yeah. Okay. Ah, oh, man, I don't know if I want to waste it. Here, I'll wait for your hint. Okay, oh no, I almost want... Let, give me your guess before the hint, and then you each get one more. <laughs> is it? Is it, a, <laughs> is it a Home Alone game? Yes, it is! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> holiday episode ever for you guys to just pull a hat trick like that what Dude. the fuck all right and that's what i mean by i have information about this so listen here there's an nes home alone game and that's what you just heard a clip from but there's also a home alone game for sega on Genesis, game boy and, and it's game a completely boy different video game like i was blown away but it had like a similar mechanic of like if you get caught by the burglars they like hang you on the wall but like yeah. graphically it's totally different gameplay there's new <laughs> elements it was just like a different game but the same title so, they're gonna have to edit out my claps because i got i was real close to the mic when i did oh them. it's okay that's Dude. what i mean that was a joyful occasion you guys Dude. were on fire do you want to know? How I, so I played the Home Alone <laughs> one and two games back in the day. Um, Damn! But but it was on Game Boy Pocket. The original, well, they were actually the original Game Boy and Game Boy Pocket. So I knew that there was Home Alone games that existed, and I that's the only Christmas thing I could think of, which is why I decided to just guess it. Oh man, that was fantastic! All right, you guys definitely won uh, with a full hat trick. Merry Christmas! Good job. That's what's that sound? <laughs> All right, so that was a fun episode. Uh, maybe a few quick news topics before we wrap this one up with plugs. Uh, speaking of Home Alone, I did see an ad for some Google product. I forget exactly what it was, but um, yeah. uh, Macaulay Culkin was re 
prizing his Alexa, role, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. The Google or, Home, or something like that. Yeah, yeah it was a, a Google, Google, Google thing. thing yeah. And yeah, he uh, reprised his role as a uh, oh shit, I'm blanking on his name. The kid from Kevin McAllister. Yes, exactly. Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, and it was a really fun advertisement for an we advertisement. Kevin. I'm like, I'm not going to buy the product, but I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It got everyone in the holiday spirit, and it was cool seeing him as an adult uh, acting like a kid and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad uh, Macaulay Culkin's doing better. Yeah, because he was, was uh, pretty haggard for a while. <laughs> he, yeah, he's got some weight on him now. Like he actually like looks like a normally proportioned human being. He looked <laughs> like a skeleton for the past couple years. I'm fairly sure there are certain there was a moment in 2018 where there was a viral like uh, article going around about how he had died, and people were like totally buying into it, saying like R.I.P. And then he's just like, "I'm not dead." <laughs> it was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, that would suck <laughs> to have that happen to you." Um. Let's see here. I'm trying to think if there's anything else worth bringing up. Oh, we did get a first look at Will Smith as the genie in this live-action Aladdin movie. It looks terrible. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just not good I'm at so all. Glad you, I'm so glad you – I was holding my breath to see what your opinion on it was, and I'm glad you said it looks terrible. <laughs> no, I don't – I can't imagine anybody would disagree with me. Uh, I know for a fact I saw on Facebook a uh, Press Continue podcast posting about it, and he was like – he looks like a thinner Sinbad, and I'm like, Sinbad wasn't even in a genie movie. That's like the whole Kazam, Shazam That's thing. That's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a funny guy, Adam. Dude, Will Smith – needs will smith needs to reevaluate his priorities ever after did you guys see that youtube rewind 2018 thing no i did not um so every year i'll I'll keep it brief but every year youtube does this thing called youtube rewind where they get like the hottest stars of the year to go and sort of recap everything that happened that year that was viral or popular well it just got to the point where it became the most commercialized like thing of all time to the point where it's not actually what happened that year and what was popular. It's just what YouTube wants to be in there and what they deem to be correct and what people pay for. And it starts out with Will Smith. He he's standing there and he's like, YouTube rewind. If I could have whatever I want, I'd have Fortnite and Marquise (laughs) Brownlee. And I was like, no, you wouldn't. No. <laughs> Will Smith's biggest wish, if he could have anything and go back and do it again, is to have Fortnite. Which is free. Yeah. yeah, it's like, dude, stop it. And sure enough, everyone saw through the crap, and it is officially the most downvoted video on all of YouTube history. Holy shit. It, it has like 14 million downvotes. Whoa. So it's, oh, it's great. So yeah, he's That's... just picking some bad roles, man. Well, I did hear in Will Smith news, if that's a thing, uh, that Bad Boys 3 is apparently going to be filming with Martin Lawrence. So they're trying to get that money train going again. Not sure how they're going to do now that they're older, but we'll see. Um, and, oh, and one thing that I know I remember bringing up in recent months, uh, me talking about skateboarding video games, there's this game called Skater XL. It just came out a couple days ago, actually, listener, so you can check it out on Steam. Uh, it's getting very positive reviews. It looks like a really realistic, uh, skateboarding game. Mm-hmm. It's it just looks really good, and I, it's what I was complaining about like not too long ago, being like, "Where are all the skateboarding games?" Here's one that looks solid, so I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on that. Yeah, you and I were talk. You and I were the ones that were talking about the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five game and how much it sucked. This game actually has real world like famous skate spots, which is really cool. Hell so. yeah! And then mm. last thing I'm going to bring up uh, is that uh, for some reason PlayStation uh, gave like some kind of. Uh, message on twitter and the post uh it shows the word playstation but people are like getting all super conspiracy theory on it being like the s looks like a five so they think they're subtly announcing the playstation (laughs) 5 and i think it's total bullshit and so does basta and it's just funny seeing people kind of get all amped up probably over nothing uh, other than the fact that it's one just of my the coworkers type came up to me and started talking to me about it he's like yeah did you see ps5 i was like yeah all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I think it's kind of bullshit but it's a thing that's happening right now but that'll do it for this 
holiday bon not i keep wanting to say bonus episode this is just a regular episode but it feels extra special because we had mark and aj so that's a, a whole it's thing a gift, it's gift wrapped yeah and you guys yeah. kicked ass at what's it sound what a good way uh we're not finishing off the year we do have one bonus episode coming up with aj on friday and then one more episode of 2018 uh hopefully with the one track gamers we'll see if that uh pans out but thanks for listening guys let's do some plugs where can our listeners find you mark uh, at this point, just look up my Instagram. It's Ieka, uh, I-E-A-K-A. Just search for me. Totally. Check out his skateboarding videos. Some cool shit there. How about you, AJ? I am at Forgetful on Twitter. It's Forgetful with a three for the E. And that has access to all my relevant gaming tags or whatever. Also, Everyone should watch anime all the time. Excellent. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, and in light of that, I'll plug Brendan's uh, anime podcast. Are we there yet? Uh, there, It's a fun show, so definitely check that out. Hopefully that made Brendan happy on this uh, holiday occasion. But, uh, <laughs> listener, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe, all that stuff, at ABT Silence on social media and Twitch. Um, maybe we'll try to uh, Twitch stream that uh, bonus, or the New Year's episode. We'll see how that goes. But um, thanks for joining us. We will be back with a bonus. Uh, see you guys then. See ya. Bye.